Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Big issues, big guests, and uh, based upon Bob Amsterdam's background and what he's involved in now, it's quite a story that even though Ukraine, you can tell by the president's speech last night, is the center of the universe pivoting from Israel, this story and the stuff that might be going on there are not something. You know, I don't even know if a 60 Minutes would handle this. Bob is an international lawyer involved in some of the biggest things, the touchiest, most dangerous, reading his uh, background. And now he's involved in groups in Ukraine who feel they're being discriminated against because of their religious background. Bob Amsterdam joins us here in Philadelphia on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Bob, pleasure to have you. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Uh, Guilty pleasure, I have to ask you, reading your background, even though you're a legal guy, etc., who did you represent or what's the touchiest situation you may have been in that you can tell us about? Well, you know, to be honest with you, it may well be when I represented uh, the opponent of Putin, uh, Michael Kordakovsky, in the Yukos case when I was arrested in in Russia uh, in the morning. Uh, But he was basically the guy who stood up to Putin in 2003 and was then sent to Siberia for a number of years until until we were all able to get him released. Wow. I just wanted to establish what I've been reading, Bob, for my God. That's not an easy thing to be, an attorney sent to prison in Russia in that case. Now, you would think, the way that we hear it sometimes in the media, that you could be in Ukraine and everything is being for the population there. It's only the worrymen in the war, the Russians. Well, who are you representing and what is going on that they allege? Well, I represent the Ukrainian Orthodox Church which is a church of almost a thousand years standing. Uh, And this isn't a case of discrimination. Yesterday, the Ukrainian parliament voted to outlaw this church. So you are talking about uh, the oldest church with uh, thousands of parishes, if you will, individual church locations, which the government is trying to close uh, and, and essentially ban we have four metropolitans, the, the highest level in that church, uh, one of them 75 years old, 
sentenced to five years in jail on propped-up political charges. It is absolutely outrageous that the authorities in Ukraine uh, have essentially decided to close this church for what are political reasons. There there is a, a sort of state church that has come into being in the last five years that the authorities want to replace this old church with because the authorities allege the old church, which had a relationship with Moscow, is somehow dangerous, and therefore uh, they should uh, ban them and, you know, ban this religion. And, and, you know, let's be clear, the the state has another Orthodox church, but the service is very different. The language of the service is very different. And to many of the people who are members of, of this particular Orthodox church, uh, it would be almost a heresy to belong to the other church. So we're trying to raise awareness of this because obviously it is a gross violation of human rights. I have not seen any coverage. Uh, have you been on with Tucker Carlson yet, or is that in the uh, near future? That's 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 on Monday. Uh, Tucker is the only guy who's ever raised the subject. and And I will tell you, in my almost 50 years of practicing, international law. The information vacuum about Ukraine, the fact that there's such powerful PR on behalf of Ukraine that anything negative about that country is simply not allowed on American media, radio, television. It is shocking. Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries on earth. They are absolutely persecuting Many of what formerly were some of their top people in, in, in business and the arts, and now, of course, this church, for political reasons, at, with complete impunity. Uh, it's just something I really have not, in terms of the West, come across before. Well, and you have. The, the background is impeccable. But, Bob, let me give you the other side, such as it is. Now, the media part of it, you're right. There's this uniparty who... I guess the agenda somehow or another is to gain on this. I don't know if you saw the president's speech last night, but the pivot from Israel to money for Ukraine was just bait and switch obvious. They are at war, though. They're fighting for their argument would be they're fighting for their very existence. And, uh, you know, there's reason to believe that. And the argument totally I totally agree with that. And I support Ukraine. I completely support Ukraine. I, I think they've been brave and heroic. But the argument but that is that, that mean, this church is complicit uh, propaganda-wise with the Russians. Is that their argument? Is that the, the subtext of this? That, I, I think that is their subtext, but that is absolute, I mean, to be very frank and blunt, complete garbage. Because you don't outlaw church. You don't outlaw Jesus Christ. Because some of the people you think that are that are in that church may be Russian sympathizers. Because I'll tell you, there's a ton of Russian sympathizers in the Ukrainian secret police, and they haven't outlawed those secret police. But while you're, the United States is giving Ukraine $70 billion, they have taken 41,000 members of this church and interrogated them. They've jailed the priests. They have done outlandish things to a church while they're fighting this war. I think that's an absolute obscenity. Well, and I, I think people should get on the phone right. and, and talk to their congressman and and tell tell the Ukrainians to spend the money on 
on arms and not these kinds of uh, outrageous behaviors. What would you say, Bob, is appropriate in wartime around a church where they have the feelings in this manner? Certainly interrogating 41,000 people, outlawing the religion is out of bounds, particularly when we're supporting this, a democratic republic. What would be, what do you think uh, would you recommend as a solution that, is there a compromise there of anything that could be done? What do you say? Uh, It's very simple. Firstly, the motivation behind this is internal politics in Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky's people want to seize control of the religion in Ukraine and use it as an administrative prop to gain votes in the next election. So it's got nothing to do with the Russian threat. And this is this is the problem. They're stealing assets blindly. This is one of the most corrupt governments on Earth. They're stealing assets from their own people. They've got a kleptocracy going on, and they're doing it all under the the McCarthyist kind of belief that if there's anything Russian involved, we can steal from it. And I think, you know, to be frank with you, it is the the license the West has given Ukraine in all of these ridiculous sanctions that we've imposed on Russia, which has done nothing but strengthen Putin strengthen China, strengthen India, and weaken the United States and the West. I think we have just been backhandedly stupid about the way we've handled it in terms of Ukraine. And by giving them this level of license, we're seeing the outlawing of a religion. I mean, if you and, and it happens to be Christianity. So you have to ask yourself, how are we letting these people get away with it? I couldn't agree more. And also, Bob, and uh, look, I don't have the international bandwidth that you do. I didn't even know about that. I mean, and I'm, of course, based upon what I'm doing, my own sources on top of things, I didn't know they outlawed the religion, as you just told us. So you're on with Tucker on Monday. Uh, Do you know the time? It's on Twitter, right? Yeah, I I think it'll be uh, at around... 10 o'clock, but, you know, it can change. And with what's happening in the Mideast right now, who knows what's going to go on. Uh, is there a website? Is there anything where people can get yeah, more information, I have a, Bob? I have, a, I have a podcast called Departures with Robert Amsterdam, and we're going to have a full explanation of everything available starting Monday. We've also got uh, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church has websites, and there's there's information. The the UN came and 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 uh, issued a report in July of this year, speaking strongly against what the Ukrainians were doing. A lot of this is available online. Well, Bob, thank you very much. I hope to talk with you down the road. Uh, I'm very glad uh, Candy made me aware of this. And uh, again, if there are other developments, you let her know, and we'll set something else up. Thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate it. All right. Bob Amsterdam here on Talk Radio 1210. Dan, you heard his uh, resume there, a dissident for Putin defending him in the, uh, well, it was Russian and not Soviet Union, going to prison in Russia. Not an easy deal. Now, look, we know the reputation of Ukraine. There is no doubt. That's why Hunter Biden was able to uh, get paid in the manner that he did. The corruption is rampant. We are in a wartime situation there. So when that happens, you know, there are situations that develop that a country 
has a right to make a call on. Is this one of them? No, it doesn't appear to be that. So he'll be on with Tucker. I thought you'd hear it first here, though. We're happy, due to the contact we have, to bring you Bob Amsterdam. And uh, to put that in, particularly in the context of the president's speech last night, where we heard him pivot away from the hostages, away from Iran, away from Israel, relentlessly toward what? More funding for Ukraine. And the template today, the mantra of Democrats on TV, if you're for Israel, you must be for this unlimited resources toward Ukraine. Well, how about that the money that the Americans are sending there comes with some stipulations about how they conduct fighting this war? I'm not talking about tactics and all that. We only do that to Israel and we shouldn't. I'm talking about situations like this. 855-839-1210. Let's go to Leslie, and then we'll have uh, Dom's Money Melody here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Leslie, good afternoon. Aloha. Aloha. So the speech. Yeah. uh, Ukraine has to have something on Joe Biden. Uh, But we should stop giving money to Ukraine and make them sit down at the table until some diplomacy, until both sides sit down and start talking. They're not even talking. They're not even trying to diplomatically solve this issue. Well, look, I agree. Maybe If we keep getting money, we don't know. Why would we try to solve this? Well, um, we may not want to do that publicly, but behind the scenes, we could tell them a timetable. And at that point, they're not moving toward this. Then they're not going to support more money, without a doubt, without a doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I I mentioned at the beginning today, Leslie, which is, at least in Israel, we know what the strategy is. Destroy Hamas so they can't do this again. And we've already couched it. Not the, the Israelis need that couching. They are couching this. We're not doing anything like that with Ukraine. We're letting them do whatever they want. Exactly. And it's and they're really enjoying every moment of it. Zelensky's just counting the dollars. But as far as uh, just the rest of the speech, um, to me, do you remember, well, I, I believe Obama is operating in the shadows of this Biden administration. There's no doubt in my mind. Well, do you remember? Do you remember when Obama bowed to the Ayatollah yeah, in Iran? Yeah. Well, he just did it again last night. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That speech was bowing down again to Iran. By telling Netanyahu that he needs to act within the laws of war, he's, he's trying to handcuff Netanyahu. Yes. Now, I I don't know that the uh, Israelis need uh, that. They're aware of this. And look at how long they're setting this up before they're going in. That's evidence of their caution. So I get it. Leslie, who's your... Absolutely. It is very... They're being very cautious. They are. And I, I, I think that they should stick to their word when they came out October 8th and said, we will take Hamas off the face of the earth. I think they're I going think they I think they're going to do I, that. Leslie, who's your odd combination? It is Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley. That's a very good one, Dan. Yes. Now both showbiz, one in and then one the family, but my God. Yeah, people have wondered about that, particularly on the Jackson side, I'd have to say. God. That is very, very good. All right, but right now it is time for It's Dog. Money Melody. Money gone. And I uh, wanted to remind you every day that Dom's Money Melody is brought to you by Rhino Shield with John Gilgey. You can get Rhino Shield on your home. Never paint again with a guy with great credibility with our listeners. John Gilgey, take advantage of the biggest sale of the year. Do it now. Never paint your home again. 844-RHINO-99. That's 844 844- R-H-I-N-O-99. Dan, what's your backstory today? Don, we're talking odd couples today. Uh, yes. So I thought I'd take a couple uh, people doing a duet, an odd couple duet, an odd couple pairing. And Rod Stewart sings along with somebody who I think is quite underrated as a musician. She's been around for like, uh, man, 60 years now. Okay. Uh, and she's reinvented herself multiple times. But I want to know who it is I'm talking about right now. Singing here with uh, Rod Stewart. The great um, Rod Stewart. Yes. So uh, here... You know what I'd like to see is an odd couple singing together, Rod Stewart and the great Eminem. Oh, that might be a good one. Yes. Yeah. So, Dom, uh, here is your clue today. I, I want to know who it is. We're going to start off with uh, Rod's great tones of his voice, and we're going to move into the mystery singer, and we want to know who it is singing with Rod Stewart here. Take a listen. Darling, you send me. So there's Rod. Honest you do. Honest you do, honest you do. Well, look at this one. Pretty good. I know that you. She's amazing. Though. I love her voice. Uh, 70 years old now and still in the public scene. All right, we're looking for that singer, the female there, 855-839-1210. You get in. By the way, breaking news here, big news, sad news. The House GOP has to drop Jim Jordan as a nominee. Now, we thought 
they'd let this go and play out. Maybe he would get it, maybe he wouldn't over the weeks. But the House GOP has taken away their nomination of Jim Jordan. Does it get any worse with these people? My God, that means there is nobody out there now. No more voting, nothing. We're just, they're all determined this Patrick McHenry guy. You understand, they voted him as a nominee last week, and now they voted to drop Jordan as the conference speaker nominee. All right, we'll get your answer to this. 855-839-1210. That's the place to go. AT&T and Verizon Wireless, all you have to do is just push pound 1210. It's the Money Melody. Show me the money. All right, finally from Dan, a great cover here, I think, with Rod. See, it's having Rod Stewart or somebody like that with you that makes the cover go. Who is the female covering this song along with Rod Stewart? Darling, you. So there's Rod singing right there, and she's going to come up right after him. Yes. Honest you do, honest you do, honest you do. Who little extra, is that? A little extra clue here. Uh, yeah. Rolling Stone this year actually ranked her the number 29 of the 200 greatest singers of all time. Wow. That's pretty heavy duty. Henry in Berlin, New Jersey. Henry, who's the female singer? Hey, Diane LaCroix. All right. Good try there. Let's try Chris. Uh, Bob in Pennsylvania. And Bob, who's the female? Hey, Dom. Is yes. it Chaka Khan? All right, I didn't know that. I never would have guessed that. Nicely played, Bob. I hear it a little bit more now. Thank you. So good. Put you on hold, Bob, and we'll get your prize to you. Nice job, Dan. Good cover for once. Yeah, I, I love Shaka Khan, too. I mean, the 80s, she reinvented herself and became like an 80s kind of diva. But back in the 70s, she was with Rufus. And, you know, Tell Me Something Good is one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, but, yeah, Shaka Khan singing there with Rod Stewart. Uh, Little uh, dedication to Sam Cooke and a beautiful song, man. I highly implore listeners, uh, if you didn't catch uh, enough of it, go search out that song because it's one that it's in my uh, my normal playlist. It's a beautiful song. All right, our side question today in honor of Chicken and Waffles Day yesterday is odd combinations or odd couples. Dan, I know a lot about this one. It is amazing. It could have been a winner. Uh, it's Dan. It's a Dan who put up a picture on Twitter of Nixon in the Oval Office with Elvis. Came in with Nixon. <laughs> and what a couple. He awarded a law enforcement drug enforcement badge that Elvis I'm not sure if that's a championship belt or that's the badge that Elvis has on. Picture Elvis <laughs> with Richard Nixon. Uh, Jim, do you happen to do Richard Nixon? Let me get him up here. Real I don't know if he's screening calls. Jim, do you happen to do Richard Nixon, or is that outside? Uh, one sec. Now, let yeah. me get Jim on. All right, Jim. For some reason he wasn't on my board. There you go, Jim. Hey, Jim, do you happen to do Richard Nixon? I I am not a crook. And let me tell you something about this or about that. They say that I'm a crook. Well, I am not a crook. <laughs> Very nice, Mr. President. Jimmy, it kind of sounds like the Richard Nixon from Futurama. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I didn't tell you I was a great Richard Nixon. All right. You did it. You got through it. I know you got the, your top ten here that we explore. But, okay. So, uh, Nixon and Elvis in that situation. Oh, my God. 
You can't ask for something. And making him a law enforcement drug. When Nixon, uh, Elvis probably had pockets of drugs when he came into the Oval Office, allegedly. 855-839-1210. He's still, he's still the biggest of all time, though. I, I, when there's, I like big. Will Chamberlain, Elvis, Babe Ruth. You know, there's a certain presence, a certain majesty to it. Okay. So, um... We've been talking, we just heard from Bob Amsterdam about Ukraine. We've been breaking down Biden's speech last night, such as it was. And I wanted to play it one more time. You may not have heard it early on. But J.D. Vance, very smart guy, hillbilly elegy. uh, Vance broke it down with Hannity last night. Here's what he said about Biden or his speechwriters pivoting instantly from Israel they're talking about what they really want, more money for Ukraine. Here's J.D. Vance. Right now, America doesn't need client states. We need real allies. And if the Europeans aren't going to step up and actually carry their fair share, they're not real allies. They're basically depending on our generosity. And right now, uh, Sean, we just can't afford it. And we can't support the weapons necessary to fight a two or, God forbid, a three front conflict if China invades Taiwan. We know right now, Sean, that there are artillery shells the Israelis need for their operation in Gaza that we have sent to the Ukrainians. Why have we allowed our industrial capacity, Sean, to get to the point where we don't make enough artillery shells to support our friends? And given that reality, why is Joe Biden going on national television and selling people on a Ukrainian escalation when Joe Biden is talking about the terrible tragedy in Israel. Whatever your view, Sean, on on Ukraine, it is a separate country and a separate problem. I think what the president did is completely disgraceful. If he wants to sell the American people on 60 billion more to Ukraine, he shouldn't use dead Israeli children to do it. It was disgusting. Absolutely. Dead Israeli children. Vance making a great point. By the way, I'm watching during that break uh, John Roberts, who is in Israel, touring an Israeli gun range and talking to the owner of the store where they just, the crowd there is unbelievable. And the number of people taking training after the Hamas attack, Israel has loosened some of the most restrictive gun laws in the world in order to allow people to protect themselves. I mean, and rightfully so, this is going to be the threat. Even if they take out Hamas, they're still surrounded by threats, Hezbollah and others, constantly. It's never-ending. They know what they want. They don't want the Jewish state there. They don't want Jews there. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. That's how you can uh, get on board. Also today, I told you that the Higher Education Board in Pennsylvania wants 6.5% across the board more tax dollars. Think about that. That's been the story we focused on. And we, Dan found some sound. We had the uh, Philadelphia public school students walk out today. The same ilk. Where is it coming from is a question to try to get to the bottom of. But I know a lot of it is what they're being taught in high school and what they're being taught on college campuses. And as a result, they mouth a lot of this. There's a Soros influence. There's an influence, uh, Black Lives Matter, the George Floyd summer. It all connects together. The Palestinians are the good guys in this narrative. 
And it's uh, the Israelis. One of the reasons they're the bad guys, other than stone-cold anti-Semitism, is they're one of America's greatest allies. These people, these kids, are against traditional America. They hate it. They hate the police. Defund the, it, it all comes together more than just Israel in this. Israel is just the hatred du jour. And you can't make the point enough times at the end of this week. When you see savagery during a war, it's usually some outlier situation that happens and people ought to be punished, maybe even with their life for what they've done. This is not an outlier. These are people being cheered on for using rape, beheading of children, burning people alive as a strategy. And these clowns across social media, they love the hang glider. Take that. As if they're cheering on some sport here or something. And finally, they're getting their way. They want to do this with America, too. They hate America. They get revved up and they tell us exactly what they're thinking. So, of course, they have First Amendment rights. Of course, you can make the case all day when some of these people are transgendered, gay, feminist, that these are exactly the first people, these animals, Hamas and others, would kill. You know that, and I know that. The media doesn't ask them about that enough. Usually, if they do, they just brush it off because they don't care about any credibility of any evidence that's out there. They brush it off and say, it's not so. I don't want to hear that. So this is the group that we have to push back. And one of the ways to do that, college campuses, you're seeing Penn get waffled. I've seen several stories today indicating maybe the leadership of Penn will be gone, but who will replace them? More people that will allow the same kinds of things. And Penn has hit the jackpot because before this savagery that we saw, they had this Palestinian writers conference of all these haters brought to Penn. Having to know how anti-Semitic they are, Roger Waters, what do you need to know? And it's boomerang. So now the latest mantra of progressives and Democrats today, they're going to push us for more funding of Ukraine off the backs of what happened in Israel. And I uh, told you this Heritage Family, uh, the Heritage um, Research Center uh, Foundation putting out just a great comparison between Israel, our relationship with them, versus Ukraine. And we went through the points of what the differences are. I was watching that last night, the first minute or so, and saying, my God, this is the best they can prop this guy up. Imagine what they have to do to prop him up, even to sort of read the teleprompter. But then the pivot, almost not even a pivot, right out of the box with Ukraine. No Iran, no hostages, very limited, cautioning Israel constantly, but driving that message home. But what do we make of it? What have Republicans done now? Jim Jordan, the breaking news is, has been removed as the nominee of the Republican conference, meaning they made him the nominee over Scalise, if you remember, post-McCarthy, and then we go to these ballots, and as long as he's the nominee of the conference, you're going to get ballots, and you always have hope that somehow or another, after enough stuff, remember with McCarthy, I think it was 15 ballots, we'll have a speaker. Instead, 
He's out as a nominee. And Dan, tell me if you see something. I'm looking. I have not seen a new nominee other than they've taken him out. That's where we are. 855-839-1210. You get on board. AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you need to do is push pound 1210. We'll take a few more of your odds. Let me take one quick one right here. Uh, Robert in Ben Salem, I think, has an interesting one. I see the reason why. But uh, by the way, Dan, one of his choices is said she will leave the United States if Trump is elected again. Oh, say it ain't so. We need her here. Let's go to Robert. Hey, Robert, welcome in. Who's your choice? Yeah, promises, promises. Real quick, though, Dom, when that reporter described that student as being Farsi and Latina, yes. I almost blew up. You know what Farsi is, right? Yes. It's a Persian language. It's Iranian. But he yes. wouldn't say that you would part. The media is just disgusting, man. I just I can't take any more of them. They are the base reason why we have our problems today. Well, the hospital, um, the hospital thing, the damage that did because they run with this forever. Not that Tlaib didn't know it was fictitious. She still ran with it. But they, they give credibility to that. Well, if you're a member of the mainstream media, you're disgusting. And I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm going to go with Sonny and Cher. Um, obviously, the height difference, the political difference, and the passes they took after they had their show. And please leave if Trump wins. I mean, they always promise this, but they never do, man. It's just such a letdown. Oh, not but, sure. Um, got- I still have hopes of getting her back on the show here. Robert? I'm still waiting for, I'm still waiting for Beth Miller to leave. You know? Well, Robert, <laughs> when I said, Sherry, you're talking about income inequality, and I remember this is 19 years ago. Where are you calling from? She said, my Malibu estate. She emphasized yep. the word estate. <laughs> oh, God. All right, thanks, Robert. Have a great Robert. weekend, you guys. All right, Dan, I wish you had been working that hour. We would have had to put you in chains, though. You wouldn't have been able to take it when Cher was gone off. And this is right after we had Terry McAuliffe on. Um, we had on uh, the defense of Rumsfeld and Carl Rove all in one hour right before the election. And Cher said, my Malibu estate. Oh, my God. All right, that's a good one. Phone lines. Are Joe in Exton coming up. Dan's got an unbelievable one. 855-839-1210, still time to get in what a week it has been. Hamas has apparently released two U.S. hostages. This is all part of the game, and we'll continue to see some of this, I guess. Uh, we don't hear, we have no sense yet, where they paid off anything to release them. It's always possible. But the big story now is the Republicans incapable of doing anything just getting a speaker, and the pivot of the progressives and Biden using Israel to pivot to Ukraine. Here is, though, as we head into a brief Nancy Pelosi flashback, and it wasn't that long ago. This will be cut five, where Pelosi says, well, you know, I've been told about Hamas. I know. I believe they're a humanitarian group. Here's Pelosi. To support the right. Palestinians and what they need. And we have to confer with the Qataris who have told me over and over again that Hamas is a humanitarian organization. Maybe they could use their influence uh, to. Um, uh, to the U.S. To thinks they're a terrorist organization, though. Correct to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and have, we've had that discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had that discussion. Humanitarian group. Yeah, I can sure. see yeah, it right now. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Who do you think you're dealing with here? I'm on top of these things. Humanitarian group. 
Uh, can I interest you in a hang glider? Where do you get a good hang glider to be uh, flying in in your neighborhood? They just can't get enough of that uh, whole thing. So um, 6.5% raising, though, for college campuses. How many people are going to sign off on that, given what we've seen play out here? And this mania to spend more on uh, Ukraine is amazing. All right, Dan, uh, before we get to uh, the lightning round and all that, your prediction tonight, uh, Phillies, Sanchez, uh, these are kind of weak hitters, so he might have a little bit more trouble. You know, guys like the Braves, he's throwing a lot of junk. He might stymie them, pitches a few innings, and a double bullpen game here tonight, or the Phillies come back with a vengeance. What does Vegas say? Uh, I don't know what Vegas says. I, I should have had that what ready. Say, what does what, what I What I say, though, is I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. You have a bullpen game here. Right. Uh, so I would definitely bet the over. Now the over, I'm still pulling up here. Come on. There we go. Very quick and easy to use this app. I just want to say that while I, while I do this. Um, one and a half spread. Uh, we're the favorites. And the over-under is set at nine and a half tonight. Okay. Uh, so I think... Um, I would definitely bet the over because I could see it very well being like a nine to six kind of game tonight. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. I'll tell you, this stadium is so dingy, the lighting and everything else. It just looks not enticing at all. No excitement, nothing there, you know, to get you juiced up on this. So they win tonight and everybody calms down, puts it aside, and then uh, they win tomorrow. And come back home to celebrate. Don't go into the pool. Please, don't do that. (laughs) I'll tell you why. It's bad for the Phillies, Dan, because the Phillies nationwide, except some ingrates who don't like Philadelphia, they're being seen as, boy, what a story this is. Look at these guys. People love them. It's entertaining. They're hitting home runs. There's a lot of personality here. Harper is beyond a star. Angelo Cataldi was on today, a uh, podcast, uh, you can uh, hear him. It was great stuff. And he and I agreed on Harper. Can we say, here's a guy that was underpaid at $300 million over the course of his career? I'd have to say, yes, he is. That's how much he's brought to Philadelphia. It's not our money, anyhow. John Middleton is the real MVP. He's willing to spend all that money. Not on, I don't know, Dan, has any team ever had two $300 million players? Probably not. Maybe the Yankees at some point, no? Well, nobody got $300 million then. They had, yeah. they had two or three players that were $100 million back when $100 million was a big deal, yes. But the Phillies have something uh, historic here with two players that are worth that. Can I soften and say bring back Aaron Noah? I'll have to see until the next start, Dan. Then we'll weigh in on that again. I realize they win the World Series. People will be screaming, give Noah whatever he wants as they go down Broad Street. You know, up his price. Where are you going to find it? We want to have more of this. But uh, it will be spectacular if they get into the World Series, and they'll be the favorite. Although, uh, what, Houston is tied now with Texas, 2-2. Houston is still the dangerous team, I think. Haven't seen them play enough, but they still are winners. And, uh, you know, Philly's revenge, though. This could be quite a World Series. I can't even imagine 
And if it's Houston, we have the home field advantage, right? If it's Texas, we don't. Am I correct in that? Yes. Yeah, okay, because yep. I could see a game seven type of thing going on. All right, so we're ready for the lightning round. We've gotten some great ones today, so you're going to really have to bring it for this to be the winner today. Uh, chicken and waffles day yesterday, so odd combinations or couples, people or food or something like that. I like the Michael Jackson and the Presley one. Uh, there were a couple, though, that were really good. 855-839-1210. You get a line. That's how you do it. Bring that in here, and we'll uh, get a winner. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. Yes, and on Fridays, it's a special. After the lightning round, Dan puts him in a hat, and we find a $50 gift card from Captain Chucky's. We love crabcakes.com. So be ready. Hit us with that odd combination of foods or couples. Uh, let's try uh, Catherine in Philadelphia. I believe a winner this week so far. All right, Catherine, what's yours? Catherine? All right, Catherine. Uh, Joe in Exton. We wait every day for the pronouncement from on high. Joe, who do you have today? Hello, Dom. Hi, Joe. My couple, which is at odds with each other, is Cain and Abel. One brother accepts morality, and one brother rejects morality. Yes, that is a pretty good one when you end up being murdered by your brother in that situation. And when you're asked by God, uh, hey, uh, have you seen Abel around, Dan? <laughs> Cain and oh, I haven't seen him around. How did that rock get over there then? Uh, let's go. Now, this one I think I can explain. I've interviewed Mary Madeline, asked her about it. But let's see. Bill and Monco. Bill, who's yours? Yes. Uh, Mary Madeline and James Carville. Um, I would like to be at their Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> well, I don't think it's as strange, Bill. I hear you because they're both different parties. But Carville's like a uh, just a partisan Democrat, but the old-fashioned. And Madeline is the same thing. So, And they're both like hard in prose. But I get you. On paper, that's how they build themselves, the political odd couple. Uh, the Earl of Tacconi with a food. Earl, what do you have? <clears throat> Uh, I have a bit of an odd one. Uh, you've heard of uh, apples slices with peanut butter? Yes. And you've heard of uh, sea salt with caramel? Yes. Uh, well, when yeah. I was a kid, we when I was a kid, we used to eat apple slices with salt on it to get that sweet and that salty taste. Yeah, that's what people are trying to do—the sweet and salty. Sometimes it doesn't seem to work out, though. That that's an odd combination. That's a good one. Uh, Chuck in Newtown Square. Hey, Chuck, what do you have? Hey, great day to you, fine gentlemen. Uh, you know, they brought up the Mary Madeline and Carville thing. That, I found, is a friendly little rivalry. This one, I, I, I found it kind of funny in the beginning, and it became, to be honest with you guys, it became pathetic to this me. This is a good I'm one, about some, I, I'm talking about the, the Kellyanne Conway and George Conway. She has the job of defending the president. That's her job. His job was to be a lawyer, to be a lawyer, not to go on MSNBC. She goes on every night and humiliates her. And I'm like, how the hell is she putting up with this guy? He's not like, uh, you know, George Clooney. He's George Conway. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Drop that guy like, like, a, like a ton of bricks. She's a nice person, and he was nasty. She had to quit her job because of this jackass, excuse me, because of this person. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know how she put up with him. Dan, that, it, maybe it's recency bias. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right, uh, Jerry in Wilmington, last car and get in here. Jerry, who do you have? 
I think they filed for divorce. I think I heard. Anyway, yes. uh, I've got a Brit- British Prince Harry and a divorced Meghan Markle American. I mean, it, it disrupted the whole country. Yeah. How, uh, how odd is that? Uh, I see it, though, as the ultimate wimp and the ultimate grifter getting together there, Dan. I think they match up perfectly, don't you? Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, they're perfect. Yeah. That guy, I, I mean, she just gets the juices flowing. But that, that guy is just whip beyond whippery, I think. All right, Dan, got some good ones here. Give us what you think. Uh, so the, early on, we had Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg, and that's just yeah. a straight-up odd couple. Right. Uh, I really like that answer. Mar- Matlin Carville, and uh, yeah, I, I think that's great. I like the food answer from Earl, apples and salt. Uh, Sonny and Cher, but if you're asking me, I like Drew and Upper Darby's Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg. All right. Uh, I got to differ on that one, I think. I like the Kelly and George Conway one. Well, you just said they... Oh, never mind. Yeah. That was a Harry. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did get... I'm not sure of their divorce, but Dan, they stayed together in public life for quite a while there. You All got right. any final comments? No, Chuck isn't in the hat. Yep, we'll yeah. put Chuck into the hat on that one. That appealed to me. All right, Dan's going to shake him up. And pull out a winner. Yeah, so Monday, Dom, we asked for an all-time great infomercial. And I think everyone knows, uh, clap on, clap off. Yep. Tom and Perkinson won the day. Tuesday, what is something or who is somebody associated with the southwestern part of the United States? Yes. Earl and Taconi called in within one, Walter White and Breaking Bad. Wednesday, who's somebody that needs a mulligan? Catherine in Philadelphia had a very deep answer of kids today, especially with coronavirus and everything they've been put through politically. Thursday, Who's the side character who stole the show? Alan and Trenton called in with Don Knotts as Barney Fife. And finally, Friday, you just heard it. What or who is an odd couple? Chuck called in with Kelly and George Conway. Let's throw them all into the hat and get a drum roll going. I got a number four here, which is the fourth day of the week. Indicating Thursday winner, Alan and Trenton. Who's the side character who stole the show? Called in with Don Knotts playing Barney Fife. That was an excellent answer. Uh, $50 gift card to Alan from Captain Chucky's. We love crabcakes.com. Think of all the big events coming up Phillies tonight, tomorrow night, Eagles. It's all there for you. Captain Chucky's. We love crabcakes.com. All right, uh, Dan, we have anybody on the docket for Monday yet? It's been a full week here. Now, nothing yet, but a lot of balls in the air. Because... One person I know we will revisit next week is uh, David O. We beat Sherell yesterday, yes, and right. uh, we'll, we'll That's talk right. to David yeah, we'll as well him. next week. But we hope to get on some of these Congress people. The embarrassment of Andrew Fitzpatrick, um, uh, Scott uh, Perry, uh, of now Jim Jordan is removed as the nominee after three shots here. I thought it would play out. He might not get it, but there still would be on paper a nominee. This is disastrous stuff here. Predictable, given this body of Republicans. So we'll see what happens over the weekend on that. And if I had to guess, there's a 90% chance that over the weekend, maybe even tomorrow, Israel rolls into Gaza. They're being very cautious, and rightfully so, to try to protect human life there and protect the Israelis. So we'll see uh, how all that uh, gets determined. Follow me on Twitter, though, at Dom Show 1210, at Dom Show 1210. 
Dan, any big things on the weekend? No, just a lot of Phillies. Uh, tomorrow, actually, yeah, some big things. I'm going to do a final walkthrough of a property. Oh, all uh, right. Yeah, the hopefully final next week here. we'll have some good news. And You're uh, all invited to the housewarming. Bring big gifts. Yeah, right? There yeah. you go. Yeah. A Macy, lot of food. Bring Macy food. Macy will be writing down what you bring. All right. Um, Richie always <laughs> coming counting. up. It is a busy week, and it continues. God knows the breaking news coming up. Four big hours with Rich. Thanks, Jim. Everybody else, have a great weekend. Go Phils. And uh, follow on Twitter at DomShow1210 here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.